fuck my music that my Kermit impression <laughs> I care about the most. Yes. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Opus Podcast. This is our podcast on rambling songs. My name is Josh Kumar. And I'm Lana Holgado. And folks, you already know what it is. This is the Indie Artist Spotlight, where we bring you the best and the brightest that the streets have to offer. And folks, today, over Zoom, all the way from the great city of Pittsburgh and just like a little outside that in their nice suburbs, we got one. He's a singer, songwriter, and musical wonder kid. Please give it up for the acclaimed Kenny Potter. Ooh, yeah. Hi guys. So do you say you're from Pittsburgh or do you say you're like outside Pittsburgh? How do you I, I, say, I say Pittsburgh because it gets too complicated once I jump out of that. You know? I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. That's what the Philly kids who aren't from Philly do here. Mm-hmm. So like Yeah. We're from like we're from South Jersey, but if I meet people from like different parts of the country, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm from Philly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I rep I rep South Jersey because I'm not a liar, but um, you know, I was I was born, I was born in um I was born. I was. I was born for. I lived in two years in Amherst, New York. So sometimes I'll tell people that I was actually born in New York, and I. I just say that, and they. Yeah. They think New York City, and I'm like, chill. Yeah, <laughs> you don't gotta specify, man. New yeah, York, New York. They think. They think. They think. You know, Empire State Building. When I say that, I got you. So you're born in New York. That was what three, four years ago. When I was born. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm just like making fun oh, of you because I, I lived there for two years. Like, I got you. Moved when I was two years old. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I was just um, picking on you a little bit because uh, you're our first young guest that we've had. You're the first uh, uh, child yeah. prodigy we're bringing on. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah, I we didn't know how young you were until Hannah was like, "Yeah, he's 15." I was like, "What?" Yeah, I just got invited to like this big like um, like mansion in Orlando where like wow. people where people are like. Where there's like a bunch of artists like collabing all the time, but that was like I was like, "Hey man, so I'm 15." He's like, "Okay, never mind." But you yeah. know, <laughs> oh man, uh, three That's years so that'll cool, be you. Though. Yeah. So, uh, you know, first question obviously we have to ask is, uh, why aren't you in school right now? Like, what's is you got the day so, off? What's going on? 2022 has this cool option called online school. Mm-hmm. Basically, I don't really have to go anywhere, and I can just do it whenever I want every day. So. Okay, that's really chill. I wish yeah, we had really, that. It's it's pretty chill. I can, I usually do it towards the end of the day, actually. Cause I got you. I like I like making music in the morning because my brain is refreshed. You know. Yeah. No. Definitely. Morning. That's the time where you're trying to like focus your like creative energy and stuff like that. Yeah, and I'll go. I'll go on like runs and stuff, and bring my dog and stuff when it's really nice out. Like I think it's nice out today. Yeah. I got you. So yeah, I want to start talking a little bit about your creative process because uh, you're pretty prolific for um, someone who's putting out some songs. You got like a pretty healthy discography here. Well, first off, uh, when did you uh, first get into music? Like what was the little moments that made you realize like, oh, hey, I'm actually like talented at this. I like this. So six years old, I got a guitar for Christmas because um, I asked for it for like a year when I was five because I would listen to the Beatles, um, Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, the Beach Boys in my dad's car all the time. And I was like, I need one of those. I need one of those things mm-hmm. <laughs> that you can strum on. And my dad got me one. And then I learned like, I learned like my dad, at least my dad claims that I, that I learned eight chords in the first day. 
and then I like kind of learned some like CCR songs and stuff. That's when I like fell in love with playing music. Before that, I had been listening to like all that stuff since I was like four. But then, you know, from like age six to like, I want to say like 12, 12 is when I started producing because mm-hmm. I started watching like um, how I made videos by like Lauv and John Bellion and like Charlie Puth and stuff. And I was like, I was like, you know, I have a computer. I could probably I could probably do that myself. And then I just kind of like you endless YouTube tutorials for the rest of my life after that. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, so you also started making music with your uncle. Is that right? Yes. I didn't know you guys even knew about that. Dude, we um, do some research. We're like medium mm-hmm. fun, like diving. Oh, in. shoot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, in here, actually, we made two. We made, so August 2020, in my, grand, in my grandpa's office, we made a song called Runnin'. Mm-hmm. And it's, we were trying to basically make a modern Beach Boys song in the sense that you've got just like that summer vibe where you know you got your guitars and your and in your synths and it's just like every everything flows like within like a very major key and everything why are you running running for me yeah i try to make things right so i can breathe yeah what do you want from me why should it be yeah. so ooh, baby i don't care i'll leave it be, yeah. after that we 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 wrote left behind which was um, we had been listening to like synthwave stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. Like um, the new weekend song came out that was huge, Blinding Lights, and we wanted to make something similar. So we made that. You say it's over, always want my shoulder. The photographs I keep in the back of my mind. When I'm with you, I never seem to miss you. Picking up the pieces that you left. And then there's an unreleased medium fun song that I'm playing at my show at the end of this month. It's called Total Lie. Ooh, okay. Where are you playing? Mr. Small's Mr. Small's Theater on May 28th. I'm playing a show called Pittsburgh's Very Own. All right. Y'all know what to do. Get your tickets. Yeah. Y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it sounds like you came from a pretty musical family. I'd say so, yeah. Yeah. So your dad, your uncle were like pretty big influences in your life. Um, anybody else? Like my musical influences, it's funny because my musical influences, the younger I was, the older the people like were. Mm-hmm. So like the younger I was, my influence was Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. And then it went from like uh, Paul McCartney, Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys, a mm-hmm. um, little bit of Michael Jackson, and then like uh, Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons because his, his falsetto vocals just always, I love them. And then the older I got, the more I got into like modern stuff. And then I like found out who Charlie Puth was and he like did his own, he did all of his own production, which like made me really like happy because I was like, I want to do that so bad. Mm -hmm. And then then I heard I like me better on the radio in 2017. And I was like, this is the catchiest song I've ever heard in my life from Lauv. Yeah, I wouldn't strike you as like a Frankie Valley kind of guy. But now that I think about it, I'm like, yeah, that's like totally like, I can totally like see like all of those influences like in your music. It's pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah. That was my dad like playing, just playing good music in the car. Yeah. That's what, that's what dads do. Mm-hmm. You got really into, um, you discovered who Charlie Puth is and you like got really into doing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like mix and master your own stuff too? Currently I'm mixing, not mastering. Mm-hmm. Currently I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm going to the computer 
I'm making the beats, I'm producing, vocal producing, all the production. And then I'll go through and get like the mix as good as I can. And then I'll send it to mm-hmm. my mastering guy. That's pretty much yeah. it's it it's been sounding pretty good lately. So I mean, that's just that's that's just how I've been doing it lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you like to you like to like mix as you produce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't not because when I'm producing the mix, the mix is what makes the production to me like really work. And when I'm when I have like my speakers all the way up and the kick and the bass or like the kick and the 808. And if they have like clashing frequencies or something, I'm going to go in and EQ and fix all of that and put a side right. presser and all of that crap. So it yeah. can sound pleasing when I'm like recording, you know? Right. Yeah. Cause I, um, I just released my first song. Well, not just, but I released my first song that like I did everything top to bottom and it's definitely like a process, but if you mix as you like produce, it's right. like part of the production. Right. Anyway. And it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like a whole separate thing. Yeah. When did you get into like doing that side of things? Um, just like so I started producing in December of 2018 so I like that's when I started watching a million YouTube videos you know um and just since then like I've that's all I've done really is like learn like everything I can like watching tons of YouTube channels on how to do very specific things like very specific mix things like um how to mix hi-hats how to mix how to mix a tonal snare or something like really random and then like just like all of that like has helped a ton um so basically just since then to now really and still yeah that's cool that's yeah well I was like oh that's two years but it's not it's like four years oh my gosh um yeah time flies time flies um do you have any like specific YouTube channels that you find yourself going back to I found I found this channel and he uses the same program, the same software as me, Cubase. So that helps mm-hmm. too. Uh, make pop music. His name is Austin Hall. He's from like Orlando and he makes the best tutorials like of anybody, I think, um, for production on YouTube. Like I've kind of like built up a little online relationship with him throughout the years just because like I would go straight to him and ask him a ton of questions and he would he would help every time. So like he's been very helpful you know so cool I wanted to talk a little bit about your setup because I see it in all of your like TikToks and your videos and everything and it looks super professional is that your bedroom yeah yeah it's a it's a huge mess right now um so (laughs) well it's it's sitting on my desk I usually have the Mac closed and the two monitors um just like really simple it's just like a big MIDI keyboard two krk rocket five inches uh fender telecaster on the on the wall over here oh. and like a bunch of guitars i never use and then the acoustic i do use sometimes i just used it the other not the other day but like the other month or whatever on a song called lake geneva that isn't out what's your mic set up like it's a it's a Rode NT1 in this big foam thing stand from Amazon. It's a pop filter, like an, a real pop filter instead of the weird mm. one it comes with. Jeremy Zucker uses this mic. So that gives me an excuse to not spend a ton of money buying a new one. 
Yeah, if it's good enough for Jeremy's like really it's good enough for you. Yeah. I mean, his vocals sound good to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I honestly. Yeah, like there's like so many. We were talking to um the artist we just had an interview with last mm-hmm. week. He used for like a lot of his um for a lot of his career, he's been using like a USB condenser mic. And he like, like just snowball or something. No, I don't remember what it was. It was like a $15 mic that he bought. And he just like mixes it really well. And it just right. like, especially with yeah, with the genre, it's like very like lo-fi, like you know, you just gotta mix it right. And it'll That's what sound I'm saying, like mix knowledge is massive, like in, mm-hmm. in like making music. Like if you just know exactly the right tools to put on a track and what to do with those tools, like you're 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 chilling, you know. <laughs> Yeah, pivoting from like technical stuff more to like songwriting. Right. Where do you get your um, your like inspiration for songs from? Because you it like you have like a lot of like varied topics that you sing about. Um, usually like the thing that's at the front of my brain for the last week will end up going into a song. Like for example, those days I was like really like sad, and uh, <laughs> I really I was just like I was like man, I just, like, want to go back and, like, redo, like, elementary school with some of my, like, young, like, when I was really young with my best friends. What happened to the days when we were younger? Friends were so nice, we were filled with wonder. What happened to those days? When did we go insane? Oh, so what happened to the days when we weren't all broken? We had the best nights when our love was first thing I added was the was the bass in that song I remember that so like for example that's one of them and then like we didn't last break up clearly that one's pretty self-explanatory if you just listen to it so uh, all you know that's what I'm thinking about just so you know oh, oh that you might not understand when you got close to me so did your insecurities I know I was like, I need to find, I need to make a song that basically allows me to be like, this is done. I might just blame it on her and then I'm going to move on. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing that really stood uh, out for me when I was listening to that was the production. Uh, How did the process come together for like putting, uh, making that? For my songs, actually, I could tell you this. Usually what you hear first, right when you click the song is probably the first thing I did. Mm -hmm. So um, what you hear in that song is is a main drum loop that's just like it's layered with a splice like a splice loop that's just this wild percussion that sounds like it's from you know Africa or something. I think we and it just they both meshed so well together. And then I was like, I'm gonna put a guitar over this and we're gonna call it a verse. So I I kind of like recorded my voice with different lyrics in mind you know through autotune where you just like kind of hum and try to find melodies and stuff mm-hmm. so that's what I was doing and I, I had like a, I had probably a whole different topic in mind I wouldn't remember what it was but and then I was like you know I should write I should make this like 
personal because if I make this personal, then I'm going to feel free of what I'm talking about. And I'm going to like be able to, you know, feel like it's, it's, it's been out there and I don't need to like, be like, none of no one knows about this. So like, I feel like I need to put something out there so I don't have to feel like weirdly trapped with this thing. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's, we didn't last. I kind of forget what you asked, but (laughs) <laughs> it was just like the production for we didn't last um but i think it was kind of interesting you said that you try to uh get like the melody for the vocals first before you start writing the lyrics yeah every time because so that's like all your songs yeah sometimes i'll actually like accidentally freestyle lyrics that i like um to a melody i'm literally freestyling mm-hmm. um, which is a little more rare but it happens a lot actually well it's not really that rare but <laughs> i got you yeah, yeah no i feel that are there any lines that just come to mind that you want to like shout out that were freestyles? Uh, in that song, yeah, it was the pre-chorus. It's, I'm not going to be alone, not going to be staying home, never catch me paranoid without you. <laughs> that was all, I remember that was all like a freestyle take. No, cause I'm not gonna be alone, not gonna be staying home, never catch me paranoid without you. Uh, you also had like another song called I'm Sorry uh, that was, it actually kind of reminded me of Rude by Magic. Um, really? Yeah, because it just had that same sort of like storyline of like, oh, you know. I, like, oh, right. Yeah. My friends, I had a couple friends tell me that exact same thing that I think about it. That one's completely true story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sir, that you just don't love me, but at least she loves me back. Sorry, sir, that you just don't like me, but I just wanna hold her hand because it's been so long since the last time that I've seen her. And it's been so long now, I just wish I could hold her. Hold her. I'm sorry, sir. I can't go into it in like huge detail. Basically, this girl I was dating. Let's just say her dad wanted to murder me. So, mm-hmm. um, and then you write a song about it and then release it on all streaming platforms. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on TikTok. Did he say yeah. anything about People it? Oh, no, I didn't get, I haven't heard a word from her whole family, you know, since mm-hmm. like October. So that's for the better, right? No, it yeah, is. It is for me nice. for sure. I'm, yeah. I'm happy. So like, I'm not going to mess with that. I got you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wanted to ask a little bit because uh, you shouted out like Lauv as one of your um, influences. Uh, you actually got, got into contact with him and like with Christian French too. Is that nah. oh, yeah, that, Christian was just a DM, but um, I met I met Lauv, uh, also known as Ari in um, LA. And he listened to like, he actually listened to one of my songs. He, he liked it, but um, I got home. I was here on FaceTime with mm-hmm. this girl I had a massive crush on, texts me on Instagram, you know, this, this getting text messages from an account with 2 million followers is like scary. Mm-hmm. I, and I get like four texts and, I, and, it's, and it's, it's, hey man, I'm out of the house. I'm gonna be out of, ha- out of the house for like a, a little bit here. How long are you here? Like, let's do something. Oh no. Oh dang. Oh, so I thought about, you know, like I, at, the, at the time I really wanted to just like hop on a flight and go back, but I was 14. My dad was like really busy with work. So it just didn't work out, but I'm sure I'll meet him again sometime. Yeah, (laughs) easy. (laughs) That's really cool. So wait, how did you meet him in LA? Uh, Studio. 
my friends just had like connections dang that's really cool people i knew back then i'm not really in contact with them anymore but I don't want to like drop any names or anything, but right. I got you. I mean, don't yeah. want to be dissing people publicly. I was just a kid that was like, that was found out by a guy and got asked to LA just to like record it for a couple of days, which was a really fun experience. Um, yeah. I also want to talk a little bit about your new track that uh, you're about to drop here. Um, yeah. So like, why don't you talk us through, uh, had the process come for like, you know, conceptualizing the idea coming up with like, you know, I want to sing about this. I guess you can think, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to say this. If you like, you, if you judge a book by its cover, like if you judge my song by its cover, you see, you know, romantic and love, that's it. Mm-hmm. But like, um, I wasn't even in love when I wrote the song. I wrote the song because I was like, this, like that, like, I want to make something that sonically represents the f- euphoric, like feeling of being really in love. Mm-hmm. I didn't even want to be like, I want to be like telling everybody that I have found a perfect girl. And I, <laughs> you know, mm. like, I just wanted to, I wanted to make a production that sounded like, that just sounded as accurate to that feeling to me. Cause I have never felt something like this. You can't be another girl that I instantly thought of like tears for fears and like 80s synth leads mm-hmm. and that's and like that those guitars in the back with when mine's like you know it's like in the back so i i i basically i i put the song in a, in a six eight time signature instead of four four because everybody wants to rule the world is in six eight and i was like i love that song i want to make a song in six eight so just the like that classic beat mm-hmm. and i just messed around with a bunch of synthesizers and then like instantly got a melody from vocals while i was making it and i was like the lyrics were super easy for me they came like that you know i think i'm feeling something in my chest when you're just walking across the room you can see that I'm always trying my best to not be like the other dudes. It's about, you know, it's just about like, I have never felt it like this. I've never felt something like this. It's like, whoa, this is new. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to that uh, track that you sent over and it came together like really nice. I was like, dang, he's got like, he really managed to capture sort of that euphoric feeling that you were saying. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Glad the you heard the bridge that was kind of like um it's kind of like a little bit of a like a singing rap fast thing for me mm-hmm. never done before that was not expected because i was like i was just like playing the song like on cubase and i was just kind of like vibing around my room probably yeah i was just like messing around with like melodies over a looped instrumental which was the bridge and then i i was singing like sustained like notes but then I, I i instantly got did i think that i'll love you till the day i'm dead and i was like i need to i need to make this like a lot of words I, got <laughs> so I sat on my bed i sat on my bed in silence and opened the notes app and typed out the whole bridge in like five minutes and then i recorded it and i was like i didn't i didn't know i, was, I didn't think i was gonna make something like this 
I think that I love you till the day I'm dead I wanna know what's been inside of your head Your face and your fashion cannot tell you about I'm not for a second I could ever doubt You helped me get better when I was depressed How do you love me in my musical mess? Now you're the one that I'm starting to miss Cause I have never felt like it Yeah, we, we love hearing about people's like processes for things Because it's always it's always so interesting And it's always like so different like from person to person yeah so it's like really cool. it doesn't feel different to me because i'm like me mm-hmm. yeah so, but a lot of people find what i do interesting which actually kind of surprises me every day but it's cool yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's like a window into like your mind you know that's true you're very right about that mm-hmm. yeah can i let you guys in on a little secret that's really cool yeah yeah i just ordered i just ordered a like a 4k pro like drone shoot and i'm gonna use it for tiktok for like music videos you can be like that's so sick i'm gonna make a bunch of like mini like 15 second music videos with it and i'm gonna do shots where it's like coming down from like you know like way up in the sky like i could be on like a cliff in los angeles it's gonna come down like right next to my face i got you me and my brother yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be cool that's really cool. Wow. Yeah. We're excited to see that. Me too. I'm, I'm so excited so to fly cool. that thing. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's all. Gotcha. Can you fly the drone to my house so I can wave at it and be in your music video? Probably not. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it might be outside that range, right? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, it doesn't go that far. Dang, okay. okay. I don't think so. Do you see your path as like taking you to LA and like living in that scene sort of recording there? Um. Yeah, I mean, I see myself living there, mm-hmm. like, in the future. Um, I don't see myself as, like, somebody who's, like, you know, mm, I don't know how to word this, but, like, just, like, that really L.A. type that's, like, you. Ca- I can't do my life if I'm not in L.A., like, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Like, I would live there and work with artists, but I, I feel like, you know, I'd probably want to be, like, traveling more. Yeah, um, not that, like, ultra West Coast type, like. Mm, no I, I just like I like I like exploring like all different kinds of nature I love nature um I I preferably like the LA nature but I also like you know I just like I just like seeing stuff I so, got you yeah yeah so life of a touring artist probably gonna appeal to you yeah yeah a lot yeah that would be great <laughs> I can't That's wait cool. someday soon yeah. I mean definitely gonna be soon I can tell you that uh, yeah so when you're putting out like songs like this especially um you released like two songs so far this year right like yes okay yeah um like what are sort of your metrics for success like how do you judge it like oh okay this went well and like stuff or is it just you just like it you put it out however it plays it plays yeah uh i don't know personally because i don't really care too much about what i see on spotify and stuff like that mm-hmm. I guess what I care more about is just like literally like personal like messages to me that are like, whoa, like sometimes I'll get like certain songs from people that don't ever text me and they'll text me and they're like, dude, your new single's really like really good. Like I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to like, I, I love this one. And then like, and then other people will text me for the other ones. And it's just like, it's just kind of to me, it's just like in TikTok too, it's like how many people really like love it on tiktok so it's it's more like but with tiktok you see like personal you see actual comments you're not seeing like just a number go up on spotify one by mm-hmm. one 
<clears throat> so I guess I would measure it more by like how many individual individual people like like speak speak out about the song um that i would consider it like more successful than a different one gotcha so less about the number more about like the impact that it has on people yeah that's really cool yeah, yeah. i like that approach that's just yeah. what you mean spotify streams are you never know you know they're all random and yeah it could just be like somebody playing 30 seconds and switching it, it off like yeah it could literally be on a playlist at a at a, at a starbucks or a gym you know, and it gets skipped over or just like listen to once, but it's just playing on their speakers. You know, you never know. I got you. Mm -hmm. uh, Want to shout out your manager for a second. It's Roddy, um, yeah. who was a previous guest in this podcast. Uh, why don't you just talk a little bit how like you, you guys like connected, how you came to like this kind of relationship? We met, we, we, well, basically, I think I like followed her because maybe she commented something on a Christian French comment or, or post or something. I don't remember, but she just found me basically and texted me and we just started talking like a ton, like late, just like about the music industry and stuff. And we, we, we both agreed that we would work really well together and she mm -hmm. offered to manage me. And then we did a call and we work really well together because we're both kind of chaotic <laughs> and just like weird so like it works really well and we have really funny dumb ideas for like tiktoks and stuff so um and she's great she 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 knows exactly what to like do for like scheduling and stuff all the time so yeah i got you that's mm -hmm. really cool wanted to talk a little bit about um you know so you said you're playing this uh theater in may 28th Mr. Small Theater, go get your tickets. So want to just uh, get your opinion because a lot of your music is very like heavily produced, kind of like it has that like bedroom pop, like electronic vibe to it. Yeah. Um, how does that translate when you go into like a live setting and you're playing? Really well, actually. So so what we're doing is I literally have two people with me on stage. It's just, it's just a friend doing guitar, a friend doing drums. And I have Ableton set up to route all the live backing tracks to the front of house. Mm -hmm. where he can like mix it so like he'll have guitars backing vocals since we can also set up like to play those like live electronic sounds like those synths on keyboards and then i have the real drums which make like every pop song better when you hear live drums in a in a, mm -hmm. a theater or something and then like live guitar i think i'm playing like guitar live for maybe the for the last song which is something like this because it's Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's the best answer i can give gotcha. that's, yeah, really cool, that's so cool yeah what um how long or how much time do you like spend like preparing for your show as much as i can because i'm like yesterday I, I spent a lot of time just like vocally going through everything and then i think i might have eaten dairy eaten dairy and then it kind of screwed me up for a second but <laughs> um mm. <laughs> Uh, me and my me and my friends or my band actually were doing rehearsals and stuff pretty much every week and going over everything and my dog is going crazy and I have them go over their parts you know by themselves like if they can um, and they're they're both really cool they're super happy to do this and uh, yeah pretty pretty I rehearse pretty often you know just like go I, I open Ableton go over stuff by myself even just to make sure everything's I know everything like vocal samples and all that yeah I might be able to get like um 
behind the scenes footage and post it on TikTok or something too, like at the green room and stuff. Oh, that'd be really cool. That's so cool. Yeah, that'd be dope. yeah I, I want to come. <laughs> I, I want to come, but what if what if I got the drone to fly over everything mid show? Yeah, could, that'd be cool. That could be approved by the venue, but is it like an yeah. outdoor theater? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that, man. But yeah, I, 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 I know. Yeah. It's, it's very uh probably not gonna happen, but uh, true. maybe if I if I ever play like an outdoor show, I could probably could. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that'd be a really cool shot. Mm-hmm. Especially like a yeah, festival like, or something. Oh yeah, you, you definitely could for that. I think Coachella films their sets with like drones and stuff like that. So well, yeah, they're they've got everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Phineas killed Coachella. I, I I've been watching like the Phineas performance over and over again because I was like, I loved it so much. You kind of have his like aesthetic, I think. Yeah, and with bit. like the the doing everything by yourself at home. Oh yeah, he's another one. Yeah, I've, yeah. Ever since he's been known, I've kind of looked up to him a ton. The guy, that, that guy's really, really smart, too. I like that guy a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he reminds me a lot of my brother, actually. My oh, yeah? Yeah. So that would make you Billie Eilish in this, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. All right, cool. Just waiting for your bad guy to drop. And then, well, yeah. I don't know. This song could be your bad guy. Yeah. I have a new song that I just finished the other day that I'm really confident in. It's called... I. I think I, I can tell you guys the title. It's um mm-hmm. it's called Marty McFly. Marty McFly. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, yeah. Back to the future. I feel vibes. that in my bones. Yeah. Going off of like um my other question about preparing for your show, how like I know you do all your school online, but like how much of your day do you spend on music or music related things? Want me to figure it out right now? Yeah. Um, honestly, I feel like I feel like minimum four hours a day max 12 hours because i'll i'll straight i'll pull like all-nighters and stuff too a lot um yeah i feel i feel like it, it varies a lot depending on the day but probably around four to six hours most days um i really love going on walks though when i can because like it it helps so much like i'll either listen to a podcast or just like music and you know and in and, and my neighborhood there's not a lot of people so i can literally just like vibe out on my walks i'm literally like just basically dance with my dog it's great that sounds like such a good life oh my yeah, god I'm dancing jealous. in the woods with no bills yeah yeah oh man i have parents still so like mm-hmm. i like mean I, I have parents but they parents. won't pay for all my stuff oh for sure yeah well, <laughs> yeah i'm a minor so that i've noticed that um that's helpful in 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 money situations yeah but that's so cool like you get to have like all the freedom to like learn and like it's, you know I'm, yeah I'm really stuff going i'm i'm really like blessed in that case because like that i that we, i live in a time where i can do my school online and still be able to do what i really love um mm-hmm. basically and every day um yeah yeah, a lot of my friends are really jealous of my life and I'm like, it's 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 okay, you know. Yeah, just okay. It's okay. I mean, like I can I can still make plans and do I mean, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for how yeah. for what it is now, but I want to do more. Right. Yeah. Well, if you want to talk about it, like what are the like downsides of 
in your well, lifestyle? Well, I the biggest the the only downside in my opinion right now is that I don't have a I don't have a license or a permit. So I get my permit next month because it's PA is you can't get your license till 16 and a half. I used to live in Wisconsin like a while ago. And that was like, I think you get your license at 16 or 15 and a half, which was cooler. But right now I'm kind of just waiting till I can like straight up like drive out of here, go get a Starbucks and make a beat in a Starbucks and come back, you know, everything's mm-hmm. yeah, that, that, I mean, that kind of thing is like, um, is refreshing. Cause like you can get out of the house and like still do the same thing. Yeah. Well, you're almost there. You're almost there. Almost. Yeah. I get I th- I'm trying to get my permit like the day before I leave for LA because I turn I turn 16 on June 15th and then we leave for LA June 17th. It's going to be fun. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, Hannah was telling me about you were going to go out and um, meet her and mm-hmm. like she's going to like introduce you to people. That's really exciting. Yeah, it's a whole different world out there. Mm-hmm. Have you ever miles. Oh, sorry. You, yeah, you've been to LA before for that recording. Thing, yeah, right? I was the biggest, the coolest thing I did was um, I went to the W studio and Hollywood Boulevard, I think it is, you know, with the stars on the, on the, on the, on the ground. Um, mm-hmm. And the W Hotel, excuse me, the W Hotel on Hollywood Boulevard has a studio in it for people who stay at the hotel who are like big artists. And a guy I was with knew the guy who run ran the studio. So I was able to go in there and there was like Selena Gomez's like platinum plaque on the wall, Lady Gaga's and stuff. It was pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. I was with Jacob Sartorius's roommate at the time. Yeah. He was doing my photos and I looked way different back then. But Jacob Sartorius was supposedly going to come and yeah. literally hang in the studio, which I thought was weird. It was really random too and then and then and then my friend told me that he's not coming because his parents were in town and he was getting dinner with them oh. and I'm like, okay <laughs> oh i was just talking to somebody about this yesterday but jacob sartorius used to live in our town really yeah he like i think he's like from virginia right and then he moved i don't know why he moved here like there's nothing here but the guy who wrote sweatshirt like is from oh. Voorhees, like where we live yeah and um he like my friends randomly saw him like at a at like a coffee shop open mic and he was playing sweatshirt and they were like that's the guy who wrote sweatshirt i was like what is going on but yeah he like filmed a video at this random like strip mall that's like near my house and sometimes when i pass there i'm like that's where jacob sartorius filled that filmed that little video yeah weird that is weird small world yeah yeah, I mean, I don't really know anything about the guy, but people say that I'm his brother. Yeah, I don't really see it. It's just a, I don't know. Yeah, he has he has even weirder hair than me at the point yeah, right he's now. Got, he's got funny hair. He's a little. He also little guy. He's like, how old is he? He's like, I don't know. He's like nineteen, twenty, something like that. Is he? Oh my gosh. He looks so old. He, I look older than him, which I think is funny. Yeah. Um that's what I know about him is he, he's a little guy. He he's dated 19, Millie Bobby Brown. 19, born in Oklahoma. Oh. He dated okay. Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> yeah, that was like a whole thing. Oh Lord. That's interesting. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we like to end on a little bit of a rapid fire round. Uh, so first off, who's your dream uh, music collab? Lauv, every time. I love that man. He's got tennis ball hair. It's great. What's a song that you wish that he wrote? <laughs> it's probably going to be another. There's a lot. Um, shoot. Uh, I'm so tired by Lauv and Troy Sivan. I wish I wrote that song. It's such a simple melody, but so good, you know? I'm so tired of love song. It just like flows so well, everything about that production. And uh, it's great. It's, a, it's, it's, it's like, it's ear candy, the whole song. Do you have like a dream venue you want to play? Yeah. I, I want to play, I want to play PPG Paints in Pittsburgh because I'm from like, I'm, I'm here all the time. And I look at, I look at the building and it's like, every time I, I just, just like the other day, I was like looking at it just the other day, Alexander 23 played there and I was like looking at it and I was like, man, someday I'm going to like open or something there, you know? Yeah. That's like, really cool. Open for John Mayer and he was here and I was like, oh man, I'm so jealous. I was reading like uh, Crying in H-Mart by Japanese Breakfast and she lived in Eugene, Oregon. And like, she always said how, like when she was in high school and she started off, like there was this one theater in like her town. And she was like, my like biggest dream is I'll be able to like play and like open for like the acts that are coming through. And, you know, like some five, like seven years later when she got big, she like came back and she was headlining the actual theater. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. Yeah, that's that's definitely it's very similar to what I what I'm feeling when I look at that building because it's like it's this big giant like building in the middle of like where my where where my brother lives and like just like it's huge and it's like it's such a dream because it's like everybody who goes to like every big artist who goes to Pittsburgh you know is playing there. Um, Billy, Ariana Grande, Post Malone, Justin Ple- Justin Beavis just played there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you'll join them soon yeah yeah you're on the billy trajectory i can feel it the the young billy yeah you're the young billy she was uh she was about my age like right now when she like really popped off Mm -hmm. i remember that yeah it's gonna start it's gonna start happening okay (laughs) let's go what's the um what's your favorite piece of music that you have it's a mix. It's somewhere between something like this and my song Marty McFly that I just made because I I love them both so much and they're both like very just you listen to them and you're they're just like I want to I want to I want to listen to that again like to me at least because it's like I'm also really proud of what I did because like listening to it I'm like man I made all this shit <laughs> like yeah like, I want to listen to that um and they sound they sound great. What's your what's your least favorite song that you put out uh, if you have always, one? It's always the older ones so. I have a song with this guy called named Lunar, and he's pretty big on TikTok in in Jordan, the country of Jordan. And he, Are you I love out of my head. Yeah, I like that song. I, I like it too. I love his. I really love his performance on that song. I like the production. I really I like the song, but the the vocals are so cringy to me because they're like prepubescent vocals with lots of auto tune that sound like One Direction. So to me, like when I listen to the song, I'm like, ooh, my voice makes me want to puke. But at the same time, like Melody's pretty, pretty fire. Good job, little Kenny, you know. Good job, little Kenny. Yeah. But least favorite, if I had to pick one, I guess, my just because of my vocals. I love, Lunar's great. Like he did a good job, really good job. Not that I didn't do a good job, but I, it was just the tone in my vocals makes me cringe. Can you do any impressions? Musical or otherwise. 
I can do Kermit. That was good yeah. Kermit. I like that. That's a good Kermit. Um, Kermit makes music and I don't know. You just kind of chill <laughs> over here. And, you know, sometimes I like to eat ham sandwiches. Okay, yeah, that's all. That's so that's a <laughs> good Kermit. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Are you planning on setting uh submitting uh something like this for Grammy consideration? Can you do that? I mean, you can do anything, man. Grammy consideration. Yeah. If it if it gets big, you know, like if it pops off. Okay. All right. Like I wouldn't be a point if it was just like another indie artist, but like okay. that, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> I thought it was I, just like it's actually like if you if you know somebody who's in like the affiliate with R I I A A, um, they can like submit it for you. Uh and yeah, if you like don't get picked, you can still get a ticket to the Grammys, which we found out from a previous guest. Um really. Yeah. So actually you, you know, you might have some connections with them. You might try to just flex it because you know you might the- be able to get a free ticket. Hey man, if you're planning on doing that though, we gotta we, we gotta get your Grammy speech all practiced together. You know what it is. We got the Opus podcast, uplifting artists, trying to get them to that next level, trying to make them ready for when they pop off. So yeah, you know, dude. in the interest of that, why don't you give your Grammy acceptance speech for uh something like this? Right now? Yeah. Not tomorrow, bro. Do it today. I want to hear it. All right. Um Man, this thing looks cool. Thank you, guys. <laughs> no, That's okay. beautiful. That's beautiful. It would be like, it would be like, man, I made this song literally in my bedroom at night when I was, you know, probably after I took melatonin and I was listening to 80s music. And I cannot believe that I'm literally standing right here in front of all these people. I can't wait to drink like uh, a martini out of this once I'm 21. Thank you, guys. <laughs> like, I like how you specified once you're 21. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're encouraging good behavior. We really like that. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Shout out where the people can find you on social media. TikTok, Kenny Potter Music. Instagram is Kenny Potter Music. Uh, Twitter's K Potter Songs. Um, Facebook is something. Um, <laughs> I think it's my name. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, yeah, I'm on there. I'm on TikTok a lot. I'm on Instagram a lot. I try to make my content look good. If it doesn't, then I'm probably just a little lazy that day, but hope you like it. All right. Like, comment, subscribe, Spotify. follow. Spotify and Apple Music, Kenny Potter, YouTube, Kenny Potter, all of it. Okay. Y'all know what to do. Pre-save his new song that's coming out May 20th. Yes. yes. All right, Kenny Potter, thank you for coming on. Woo. Welcome. Welcome.